people don't feel they have the rights to innovate, with Kickbox being available to every single employee with an idea, you really give people the right and you give them some time, you give them a very small budget, it's up to 1,000 francs, most people use maybe a third of it, but they get some budget, that's already enough to validate and, and to give people this empower empowerment they need to get started. It's kind of a democratization of innovation in a way. Today I am pleased to have Dave Hengartner. He is co-founder of a startup called Ready. Ready offers a platform that helps companies promote innovation by harnessing the ideas and innovation that come directly from their own employees. Dave will tell us what brought him to start the company with his co-founders Redo Wenger, Ralph Hartmeier, and Vincent Leuenberger, and how they have already gotten some of the biggest companies in the world as clients. He will tell us how to make innovation a process and how to measure it. He will also tell us how Ready goes further than the kickbox method that was invented by Adobe and about his vision to become a global category leader for innovation. Welcome, David. Thanks for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about your background, what you did before starting the company? Yeah, actually, my career really started in banking, in investor relation of a large Swiss bank during financial crisis. And in that job, I realized that I fit much better in, this, in the startup world. And I quit and I joined Dyndeal, that time the fastest growing startup, and also founded myself twice, once a video job platform and once a tailor-made suit company. And also by organizing different startup weekends in Switzerland, I got very much embedded in the Swiss startup ecosystem. And six years ago, eventually, I joined Swisscom, the open innovation team, and started to, on one hand, collaborate with the ecosystem, for example, work on the Digital Switzerland Initiative or on the Impact Hub Initiative, and also start collaborating with startups and find ways to connect them with Swisscom. And today is my first day as CEO and co-founder of Ready, a spin-out of Swisscom. What gave you the idea of starting the company? Because the idea is great. It's harnessing innovation and ideas that come from companies, employees that are often never uh, really fully realized. Actually, um, six years ago, I was scouting startups for Swisscom to find uh, synergies to with the business. And at the next web conference in Amsterdam, I attended the keynote of Mark Randall. The, at that time, he was head of innovation at Adobe, and he presented the kickbox methodology he developed and announced that he would open source the whole framework. And I was really inspired. I, I really liked this radical bottom-up approach where all employees can validate their ideas and I went back to my boss and I eventually convinced him to give me a pilot budget to pilot the kickbox method at Swisscom. That's how it started. That was six years ago. Then in the first two years, I basically rolled out the program within Swisscom. The co-founders came together like Reto, Vince, Ralph. We basically formed a team driving entrepreneurship within Swisscom. And they created quite some buzz and, and demand in the market. And then we got the opportunity as being part of the digital business unit to turn our entrepreneurship program into a business. And we started to work with large companies and, 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 and um, um, share the software we built with them. And we got bigger and bigger and then realized, hmm, it's actually not core business for Swisscom. It's, it makes more sense to spin it out. And then a year ago, we made this decision. We should spin out what we have built at Swisscom. And the last 12 months were fundraising and spin out time. And now we basically are operating as an independent startup. Yeah, we'll get into how you've already gotten some of the biggest companies in the world, but can you tell us what the problem is that the company is solving? Or I think innovation is very challenging on one hand, and on the other hand, it's very important. Every large organization needs to innovate 
to stay ahead of the game. And, and I think Swisscom, I think since 20 years, has been a very innovative company and with outposts, with venture activities. I think in innovation, there's still a lot of kind of room for improvement for any company. And what we realized that really by offering a, a product that's really kind of easy to use, a software that's specifically tailored to us to an innovation method, we could really solve many problems in innovation, make it measurable, make it cost-effective, make it efficient. And I believe there is still an, a huge challenge we're trying to solve. And on the other hand as well, you have so many employees in every large organization and there's so much hidden power in all these brains, many people on the front having daily customer interaction and to unleash that potential in different ways. That's also another challenge I think we are solving in a very good way. Yeah, exactly. We'll get into your into the method in just a bit, but you've had to always a bit one foot in each door, a bit the foot in the door of uh, startups and, and in big companies. Can you discuss the problem on the one hand, how it's difficult to innovate in a big company, and on the other hand, sort of the advantages that a big company has? I think in a startup, you have very limited resource. There's no room for politics. You just have to get things done. And that's something I had to learn as well in a large corporation. How do you act in the right way to get things done. It's not as easy. It's very political, in many ways slow. There are many boards you have to, 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 to pass to get things approved, to get things done. And I really kind of found ways around. I can kind of be, always call it the no blood, just do approach. We just do things, get things done, and usually they ask for forgiveness rather than permission. It's kind of a buzzword, but I think it's really true at the end. In many ways, you just smaller things you just do. Still in a controlled way, you just shouldn't put brand or customers at risk, obviously not. But in many ways, you just 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 get the ball rolling, you just get things done. And once you, you, you do that, you achieve much more in a large, large corporation. So David, can you tell us a little bit, how do you make innovation a process and how do you measure it? Yeah, you have the, the kickbox method with three steps. It's a red box to validate an idea a blue box to pilot the idea and a gold box to scale and implement the idea. In the red box, every employee can validate an idea at any time. There is no rejection. You only get a blue box for a pilot once you com convince somebody from the business to fund your idea. But by the time, it's already validated. In the red box, you get some money, some time, some, some experts to do a data-driven validation and hopefully get enough data points to convince the business to fund your idea and, and turn it into a blue box, a pilot pilot project. Once you have enough data points during your pilots to justify implementation, you try to go back to the business and if they give you funding, you receive the gold box and you created your dream job. You basically work full time on your idea, either internally in the company or as a startup entrepreneur in spin-out. Okay, and when sometimes you have outside consultants intervene, what, what level is that? That's on the gold box? On all levels, actually, in the red box, it's just one, two hours of coaching. In the blue box, it's full-day sprints with support. In the gold box, rather maybe building a whole MVP of, of, of an app. And also important to mention, most ideas fail. Basically, if you have 100 ideas, 100 red boxes starting, just 10 to 15 receive a blue box for a pilot. And just maybe two, one or two receive a gold box to implement. It's like in the startup world. You cannot pick winners at the very beginning. So you basically let the customer and the market pick the winners by doing a data-driven validation. It just remind us, it's, it's a SaaS that people, uh, a company is going to subscribe and get subscriptions for a certain number of people. And how It's a license, an annual license, but it's unlimited in users. We discussed a lot about the pricing at the beginning, but we really want to involve all employees and all members of an organization. And you only achieve that by giving everyone access. 
so basically we have rather discrimination by company size. All our employees should get access. So it should be open for everyone. That's kind of one is the core principle of Clickbox. Okay. And uh, as we'll see later, you already have some very big companies as clients, like I think Roche, like Siemens, like... Uh, Implania or, or SBB or Baluas Insurance. Which are among the biggest companies in Switzerland for people who don't necessarily know Switzerland. So then innovation always sounds nice. It always sounds good. It, people sort of have a, an instinctive knowledge of what it is. But how do you make innovation measurable and that's what makes it more concrete which in my opinion is also what makes your product a lot more interesting i think how the way that the funnel is structured at kickbox you have a clear amount of ideas that are validated you have pilots you did you have implementations and it's very easy to to measure basically the your the health of your funnel at any time at swisscom i think we had 500 ideas that were validated like I think around 80 pilots, 20 implementations, so you can always measure the, the success of, of your program. And also in the early phases, the 500 ideas that were validated, we didn't invest heavily on these ideas. There were minimal investment on the idea validation, and then we can really only, we could only push forward once there. Somebody of the business supports the idea. And that's a powerful thing of, of, of that methodology, I believe, that you really can measure easily. What you can measure less is like the transformational impact. I believe it's a very important impact of, of, of Kickbox as well, that you have the upskilling of the workforce. People learn, people apply lean startup by validating their own ideas. And um, that's a bit more difficult to measure, but sure you can also say hey, how many people got engaged, how many people engage with the platform, attend events, those are things you, you can measure. And I think compared to general innovation, I think, this program makes it quite tangible and quite measurable. What are the most common problems people have when they're trying to innovate? I think one thing is like people overthink and don't get the ball rolling. I think it's important to think big and start small. I think so. it's so powerful to make a first step. And the moment you make this first step, you get momentum and you, you start doing things. And that's also the whole point of the red box, to make people stop thinking about their big idea and really doing and start doing in a very small way. I think that's um, one thing. Also, many people don't know where to start. They don't have the skills or the toolbox they need. Again, here, Kickbox steps in with a very clear, simple process. Everybody can apply. There's also fear of failure very often, especially in large organizations. You could look bad in front of management. And, uh, and, uh, and so how does Kickbox help diminish the fear of failure? We just try to be very subtle. For example, at the beginning, we had like these big presentation events where people shared their ideas and the jury was judging them, we quickly stopped that. And now it's a bit different. Basically, once you have a validated idea, you are in charge of getting a sponsor. If you cannot find a sponsor, no problem, then you just go back to your job. There's no public failure. But you realize yourself, oh, I couldn't convince a sponsor. And it's a very different feeling. I couldn't convince a sponsor versus a jury told me my idea is bad, not worth to be funded. And um, another thing I also believe is like, People don't feel they have the rights to innovate. With Kickbox being available to every single employee with an idea, you really give people the right and you give them some time, you give them a very small budget. It's up to 1,000 francs. Most people use maybe a third of it, but they get some budget. That's already enough to validate and, and give people this empower empowerment they need to get started. It's kind of a democratization of innovation in a way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can you discuss a little bit how, you, I think you had a lot of success with the energy company in Germany, Siemens. Can you yeah. discuss a little bit uh, what happened there? Siemens Energy is a, a cool client. They're a kind of a global company, and they also started 
in the US with the rollout and they did a pilot there within their US area and then after that successful first geographic rollout they decided to roll out around the world and then on one hand they got lots of projects in they shared with us an internal video at the end of last year an amazing video how they really rolled it out and basically they had lots of success with your product so they want to roll it out to the rest of the world basically yeah, they did actually. And for yeah. us, it's very nice to see how the things we have developed here actually works at a very large scale internationally and they also started to collaborate with universities so they started to share their challenges with universities through the platform and it's very nice to basically really work with them of new ways how we can use the software how you can engage your employees how to engage partners and for us it was amazing to see how many innovators from Siemens Energy around the world are working with with our software and also how their C-level is very much involved like I think chief strategy and technology officer the chief operating officer they're all actively involved and that's so important for any any company once you do something so radically bottom up you need to have the kind of top-down support. At Swisscom, for example, we always had the support from head of HR and head of innovation for these two goals of the program, basically transformation, innovation. And once you have that, you can have a much more powerful program. And it's very nice to see at Siemens and many other clients that it exactly works that way as well. Because, you know, in general, people say startups are good at innovation, but they're not good at scaling. And big companies are often not very good at innovation, but they're good at scaling. Can you discuss in general who are the, classically speaking, in a big company, who would have your competitors usually have been for, for innovation? They would be outside consultants or? Either with through consultancies, that's one way. It's clear sometimes you need support. What we do as Ready, we basically offer everything out of the box as a turnkey solution. So they can get our product and within 100 days, the program is up and running. And many companies have strong internal capabilities like coaches, domain experts, and they can involve all of them in, into, in our product basically. And, um, but some still need support, some need external coaches, some need experts, domain experts from external. And for them, we now partnered up with freelancers, with consultancies, and we offer their services to our customers. And they don't need to send these partners for procurement, already pre-procured by having a contract with us. And through that, they basically can offer coaching for their entrepreneurs. They can offer legal support, marketing support, development support through partners we are having. And so we basically built somehow a pay-per-use consulting model into the product where our, com our customers are buying credits and are using them for exactly what they need. A another way to innovate is do it yourself. We have seen that as well a lot. That's a typical competitor for us that people prefer to do first try themselves. But we have seen many, many times that then after some do-it-yourself approaches, people come back and they're very happy to, call, to work with us and get everything basically ready to use. And you save a lot of time and, and nerves and, and money by just really getting what already works rather than reinventing the wheel. Yeah, yeah I, th I thought it was very good that you were basically able to turn your sort of competitors into collaborators, your ex-competitors, meaning consultants and outside consultants. You integrate them into your product. I thought very powerful as well. You've developed two other products in the last uh, 12 months. Can you tell us about those? Yeah, I think the, the Kickbox product, as you know, is all around exploring new business ideas. But every organization also needs to improve. You have existing processes, existing organizations in place, but there was a way to make it better. And here we basically built this improved product where um, all employees can help um, evolving the organization and improving the organization by submitting improves. And here will be assigned to somebody who will do the implementation and the person who submitted the improve will see the status. And we didn't reinvent here 
this this methodology actually we also built up on 10 year experience at Swisscom in this lean lean management um, sector and we built a very powerful software product again that's a turnkey solution if company wants to work with an improved program we have uh, the, the matching solution here on the market and it's very kind of um, complementary to kickbox we have like exploitation and exploration and if you for example a kickbox idea comes in and develops more into an improved idea you easily just change the type of idea so it's kind of two type of idea you can manage in a very efficient way and sometimes you just want to have a feedback you have maybe free screenshots free mockups you have free titles for a new new article you want to want to test and you can get instant feedback from your whole organization that's the feedback product our third one where you basically you choose where who should give feedback everybody or specific people in the org and then you basically get this kind of very automated a powerful way to do that and all three products again are kind of turnkey they just work in a very efficient way and they all work on the same platform so we have basically one architecture and we run all these products um, on that architecture ready the company aims basically to take this procedure and go further than what was already developed in in silicon valley so can you tell us how it goes further than what what already exists in fact what we adopted from from adobe from mark randall was this kind of the kickbox mindset the methodology of giving all employees the chance there was a process that mark developed at adobe and we basically really worked very hard to um to iterate this process i think we wrote like four versions of the uh, kickbox booklet over the years to really in- incorporate all the feedback we got and the fifth iteration we took even step further we we basically shared that back to the community through on linkedin through um peers in the innovation space and we got over 100 people engaged to share back their feedback and now we, we basically wrote that kickbox um with more than uh, 100 collaborators and a lot of kind of crowd knowledge built in that book and i believe that's a very powerful piece no we also involve mark and for every chapter he uh, he did a little video to to share his thoughts on it we we changed a bit for example as well that we take a step back everybody starts with solution we go back to problem so but okay write down your solution but now take a step back which problem are you actually solving is it a problem worth solving and it really kind of change a bit that w- structure of the process we also make sure people go really out and talk to c- customers potential partners really st- stress there as well and we try to incorporate a lot of small hacks we have a lot of digital digital content like we we kept the language in the book quite simple that everybody understands but there are a lot of kind of deep dive of QR codes you can scan and you you can basically read additional additional documents watch videos and, and and go as deep as you want in every specific area and i think that's the way we really kind of evolved it and also but we should be to be stay true to the open source mentality of kickbox we share back the book to the community and you can download the the pdf of our book as well and we also keep we'll keep doing that for future books we just work now on the next uh, kind of innovation book for the blue box which is the pilot phase to basically again have like 200 pages about how to run a, a kickbox pilot that's something we have also now wrote over the last month and all these things evolve the method and we share back to the community yeah okay so it's continuously evolving and yeah. the com- getting feedback from the community yeah. also makes the product a exactly. lot better and mark randall he's i think he's on your board he's, a, he's an advisor he's an advisor of us he's like we met i think 2 years after he presented at the conference like 6 years ago i got to know the methodology and 2 years later uh, we, we met at the same conference I think you would just reach out to him directly on yeah, on Twitter or something. I tried to figure out the email logic of Adobe and then I just sent an email to hey Mark will I find attached some pictures of what we have done at Swisscom and, in, and then when I attended a conference he put our picture 
on the in his presentation and we had our Swisscom kickbox pictures on the main stage of the conference on this on the big screen without even talking to him before it was like a nice surprise then we had the chance to start uh, talking and we became friends and now we have actually rec- weekly calls and he's kind of really a valuable mentor and advisor to us and he it's very amazing kind of to have this interaction and he also likes a lot what we have done and how we were evolving the whole method how we are basically also sharing back he's also founded together this kickbox foundation where we basically want to build a global community around the kickbox methodology and we also very much active there plus uh, you know my friends who listen to this who are very much into open source software they like the idea that you invent something you give it back to the community and there's a sort of circle giving something to the collectivity and the collectivity uh, potentially making it better and other people giving back things. So that's that's probably the fastest and best way to iterate in general. Can you tell us a little bit more about sort of the positives and the negatives of developing your own sort of startup within a big company like Swisscom? It's great. You have a lot of power. You have a strong brand, a lot of resource you can get access to. That's very positive if you get that started. That comes from Swisscom, yeah. From Swisscom, uh-huh. yeah. Also having without customers, it's difficult to establish from zero, but we established as a startup from Swisscom. That helped a lot. On the other hand, it was also challenging to get resources since we were never core business relevant. We weren't a telco, spin, a telco startup or anything very close to Swisscom business. So it was for us more challenging to really grow fast, hire people. So thus you had the need for the spin out. Exactly. That's why we realized like a bit more than a year ago, we had to really get big and really grow fast. We need to spin out. And also management was fully supportive on that, that that's the best way to do. And we... We got support from Swisscom Ventures, the corporate venture arm of Swisscom, helping us to 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 do a venture case to get investors on board. And then we had this extremely complex process. Basically, on one hand, the last 12 months I was doing fundraising. That means to find a lead investor, find a whole syndicate of investors investing in our vision, investing in our team. That we just actually closed around last Friday. That went well, but it was a lot of work. Second, we had to do an asset transfer, the spin-out. So all the IP goes from Swisscom to the new company. That's quite a complex process. A lot of legal documents we had to build. That was extremely steep learning curve here as well. And third, we had to basically establish a company which was two and a half years old, but it starts today on 1st of May. It's my first day today in this new role. But we had to establish this company that was already two and a half years old. That means figuring out the transfer the, the contracts with employees, the contracts with our customers, the pension fund, the office, the salary bonus scheme, um, the IT infrastructure. We had two and a half year old kind of everything, data, email, everything in place. We had to migrate everything over in a very smooth way. And there were 100 topics like that. And having together the fundraise, capital raising, asset transfer, and the creating the company was a huge challenge over the last weeks and created many sleepless nights. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I think at Swisscom, as they liked your project, they transferred the IP and now they're a shareholder in, in the new company, yeah, which exactly. is called Ready. Swisscom Ventures will be a shareholder. Oh, he's a shareholder. Okay, great. Thank you. Let's wrap it up with a few rapid-fire questions. If you could spend one hour with somebody dead or, or alive who you really admire, who would it be and what would you ask them? I thought a lot. I think one person I would love to spend an hour would be Richard Branson. I think I read his biography. He's a very, he seems to be a very cool guy. I love his life motto, life, live life to the fullest. And I think it would be a very interesting and inspiring person to, to have a nice conversation with. Okay. A great piece of advice you got and who gave it to you? It was one my grandfather, also an entrepreneur, okay, mentioned many times, was like, don't postpone to later. 
later never comes. I think that's really true, that at the end, if you procrastinate and wait, that's not good. Sometimes you just have to seize the opportunity, just grab it and do it. Okay. I was. Sometimes people ask you the biggest mistake you ever made, but I think there's a lot to be learned from success. And I always remember the sentence by Enzo Ferrari, which was, I don't want to know why I lost. I want to know why I won. Because I think, in fact, there's a lot you can learn from success. What What are the biggest successes you've had and what do you think they've taught you? I think one thing, I think it's a mindset, which I think is really crucial. is like this think big, start small. You have this big vision, this big thing you want to achieve, but you have to find somewhere too small. To really climb this massive mountain slowly, slowly until you, until you're done. To have the stamina to really get it done. Like the the example, like this um the spin out a year ago, it looked like an incredible challenge. So many things to do, but we slowly start to work on it step by step until we finally get got everything done. And I think for that, I think deadlines help a lot. For example, I have a little anecdote in Christmas 2019. The four founders, we made this deal. If we don't have a clear path to exit of Swisscom, we will all quit by Christmas 2020. So we gave ourselves this deadline. We have this big vision, becoming a startup. Now we give ourselves one year and we have to get started and find our way. And I think that really helped us to be have a clear goal in mind to get started and work our way towards our goal. Okay, great. Where can people um, find out more about you or find out more about Ready? You go to ready.com with double R. You find everything about how you make your company ready, how you can work with our products and turn your employees into innovators. Okay, great. All right. Thank you very much, David. Thanks. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can visit the website of the podcast. The website is theswissroadtocrypto.com and sign up for the newsletter and send me an email there. If you would like to help other people find this podcast, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can do that even if you don't have an iPhone. Go to Google, type the Swiss Road to Crypto, scroll down to the bottom of the page and leave a review or give it a five-star rating if you so choose. That helps other people find the podcast as well. I would also like to thank my producer, Michael Junot, who helps me tremendously in producing and editing this podcast.